Hi, I'm Daniel Foley from the Abundant Life Training Center, and welcome to our daily communion meditation, where today we're talking about casting your bread upon the water. We're going to be taking a look at this passage of scripture today from Ecclesiastes chapter 11, where God says, Solomon says, cast your bread upon the water. And this month in September of 2022, we've been talking about financial stewardship, managing and multiplying everything that God has entrusted to us. And this week, we're specifically, we're focused on multiplying, multiplying the resources that God has entrusted to us. And this, this verse, I'm not sure quite where God is trying to go with us, with this just yet. But this verse, cast your bread upon the water. It just keeps coming back to me. I feel like God's been prompting me to do this communion meditation on this. So we're going to be reading through this scripture today, asking God for wisdom and insight into what he's trying to show us here with casting our bread upon the water. Let's go through our filters first. These filters are short phrases, things that I write at the top of my journal every night as a way to help me stay in rhythm with God, in step with him, to help filter my decision-making as I go throughout the day. I like to start with the big picture vision. In our program, the Abundant Life Blueprint, the big picture vision is to have Abundant Life training centers all over the world, making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. Our program, the Abundant Life Blueprint, started for me about 10 years ago with Proverbs 13, 22. It says, a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And that verse inspired me to start creating manuals and lessons and teachings for all the different areas of life. But when I got started, I had no clue where to start. So I began to seek after God, began to totally immerse myself in the things of God. And my relationship with him began to grow. He began to teach me, began to train me. He taught me this whole new way to live. Where we make him the source, we make him the center of everything. I just began to document what he was taking me through. It wasn't always easy all the time because I, meant I had to unlearn some old ways, learn how to walk out this new way of living. I began to document what he's taking me through, and it turned into a series of books and courses and blueprints and now partners that we have called the Abundant Life Blueprint. And the goal is to build abundant life training centers all over the world, bringing the people together, building healthy communities of people, communities that are thriving, walking out these blueprints together. And then this year, in 2022, our focus has been the year of the beautiful land. In the Old Testament, God said he was going to give the people the best and most beautiful land in the whole world, which is symbolic of this rich inheritance that we have in Christ. Nothing missing, nothing lacking, everything is in there. And this year, he's been teaching us how to possess it, how to hold fast to it. And then in September, we've been focused on financial stewardship, like we said, managing and multiplying everything he's entrusted to us. And then this week, as we go out throughout the yearly cycle, think of the cycle of a year or circle of a year as a 360 degree view of who God is and all that he's done for us in Christ. And right now we're in what's called the 40 days of Teshuvah. And we're getting very close to the last 10 days of Teshuvah, which are called the 10 days of awe. This is the 10-day period from Rosh Hashanah, also known as the Feast of Trumpets, to the Day of Atonement, also called Yom Kippur. And Yom Kippur, think of that like the major deadline for the year. That was the day when everything had to be righted in the Jewish culture, because that was the one day of the year when the high priest could go into the Holy of Holies and make atonement for the sins for the people for the year. And so they put a huge emphasis on repentance, getting everything righted before that day. 
Now, teshuva, the 40 days of teshuva, teshuva means to turn or repent. And in Acts chapter 3, it says that if we would turn or repent, that God would wipe away our sins and times of refreshing would come from his presence. But to turn or repent, to make us some changes, that requires a new decision. It requires being bold and courageous and making some different decisions in our life to do things a different way, to begin to walk things out in God's ways of doing things. But if we do, these times of refreshing come from his presence. And then today, I forgot to update my filter on this one. We're talking about casting our bread upon the waters. We're going to take a look at this scripture here. So this is Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verses 1 through 7. This is Solomon talking. Solomon says, cast your bread upon the waters, for you'll find it after many days. Give a portion to seven or even to eight, for you know not what disaster may happen on earth. If the clouds are full of rain, they empty themselves on the earth. And if a tree falls to the south or to the north, in the place where the tree falls, there it will lie. He who observes the wind will not sow. He who regards the clouds will not reap. As you do not know the way the spirit comes to the bones in the womb of a woman with child, so you do not know the work of God who makes everything. In the morning, sow your seed, and at evening withhold not your hand, for you do not know which will prosper, this or that, or whether both alike will be good. And so a lot of people have looked at this verse and said it has implications for us for financial investing. Some people say they look at this verse has implications, talking about we reap what we sow, about doing good all the time, not, be go not growing weary in doing good. And personally speaking, I think it probably has applications for both. And so, Heavenly Father, I feel like you've prompted us to take a look at this scripture. I have no clue what you're trying to show us right now. But I know you're prompting this. And sometimes I've learned the greatest insights and breakthroughs that I've seen have come from just promptings that I've had from you. Certain prayers to pray that you've prompted me by your Holy Spirit to pray. And so, Heavenly Father, we're asking for you to teach us whatever it is that you're trying to show us about casting our bread upon the waters and whatever is in these scriptures that you want to show us, that you want to reveal to us. And I think it has something to do with multiplication, with multiplying what you've entrusted to us. I'm asking for wisdom and insight. Help us to walk in this consistently, whatever you're trying to show us here. And I thank you that on the night Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and said, this is my body broken for you. I feel like you're prompting this right now. Father, help us to cast our bread upon the waters the way you intended us to. Help us to do that. Help us not to be fearful of the wind and the waves and the clouds so that we don't sow or reap. Help us sow our seeds at the proper time and in the right place. I just thank you for sending Jesus. We didn't deserve it. We'd all missed it. We'd all turned to our own ways. And you laid upon him the sins and the iniquities of us all. And by his stripes, we've been healed. He was crushed. He was destroyed by you. And because of him, we're right and holy and perfect in your sight. And then you raised him up from the dead. You seated him at your right hand in heavenly places. And you raised us up together with him. 
raised us up to new life, seated us together with him in heavenly places. You made us one with him. And it's that unity, that peace that comes from that oneness and unity with him that I think we're all searching for. You reconciled us to yourself through the sacrifice of your son, made peace with us through his sacrifice. And I thank you for that. I thank you for this bread and ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your bread, you can take your bread. Then after supper, Jesus took the cup. He said, this is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood, poured out for the forgiveness of sins for many. It's the forgiveness of sins that releases us from darkness and transfers us into the light, into the kingdom of Jesus, and he's a great king. His blood washes us and cleanses us, makes us new. Gives us this fresh start in life. We can walk out this day today connected with God in partnership with him. We've got a covenant relationship with him. He'll never leave us or forsake us. He's continually working for our good. Father, I thank you for that. I ask you to bless this cup in Jesus' name. If you have your juice, you can take your juice. All right, so coming up soon, we usually do some health and fitness tips after our time of communion here. Coming up soon, September 25th of 2022, we start the Feast of Trumpets, which is Rosh Hashanah, which is considered like the Jewish New Year's Eve party. And that, that day, they typically eat apples with honey to symbolize it's going to be a sweet new year. And so something fun to do in the area of your health is... On the evening coming up, September 25th, 2022, Rosh Hashanah, something my family and I will do. We'll have some apples with honey, something fun, something delicious to do. And just to celebrate, it's going to be a sweet new year with God. God wants to do even more this year than he did the previous years. He wants to be ever increasing in our life. And just taking a few moments to celebrate that. Feast of Trumpets is a reminder. He's called us to live this new life, to walk out this new way of living together with him. Just take a moment to remember that. Take a moment to celebrate that. It's not something we do out of religious tradition. It's just something we do from the heart to honor him and to remember him. But I hope this has been helpful for you today. If you'd like to learn more about partnering with us in the Abundant Life Blueprint, you can go to the Abundant Life Training Center.com.